Good morning, good morning, good morning. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, and you are breathing. Today is Saturday, September the 17th, 2022. My name is Stephen Cornegay, and welcome to This Is Just a Thought. Today's word of the day, precarious, which means not certain, secure, or steady. Precarious. Hope everyone's enjoying that Saturday. The weekend is here. The weekend is here. Man, uh, beautiful weather here in North Carolina. Sunny and in the 80s. Not too hot, not too cool. It's just right. But they are saying by uh, Monday, we are going back up into the 90s. Before, later on in the week, there's going to be a cool down again back in those 80s. And quite possibly, some nights are going to get down into the 50s. Wow. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Uh, This time of the year, this time of the season, right before fall comes, uh, that weather starts to break. And man, it does make for some cool nights and cool mornings. But then again, this is the South. This is the South. That's the prediction anyway. (laughs) We'll see how that goes. We will see how that goes. Yeah, there's a tropical storm also out in the Atlantic. uh, Tropical storm Fiona. And uh, she's expected to turn into a hurricane by Monday. But as a tropical storm, uh, they're saying she's already wreaked a little habit on Guadalupe. And as of today, sometime, uh, she's expected to pass over or close to Puerto Rico, the Dominican Republic, and the U.S. Virgin Islands. She's already wreaked wreaked a little havoc on Guadalupe. Yeah. Uh, High winds, uh, rain, of course, you know. But uh, we will see what happens with Fiona. They're saying that they're ex- she's expected to just turn out into the Atlantic Ocean. And then some models have her coming close to the U.S. mainland. And uh, here in North Carolina, more specifically, they're saying that we're just we're hoping and praying, as odd as this sounds, that it's just uh, rip currents along that coastal line, co- uh, coastline. We will see. We will see. We will see. Time will tell. But uh, another, uh, nonetheless... The weather here is looking beautiful. I got to get out in it. I'm off today. I'm off today. So I'm going to get out in it and enjoy some of this sunshine and some of these cool tips also. Got to love it. Got to love it. Man, in sporting news, hey, look. Oh, man, this is this is sort of a big thing here in North Carolina. I know many of you out there may be saying, oh, wow, you guys are just pathetic. But it looks like a... a, a ESPN's uh, College Game Day is coming to Appalachian State, the big Appalachian State versus Troy University. This is uh, the conference start. Uh, If you haven't been paying attention to old App State, they've been hanging with and they have beat some pretty good teams. It all started with that UNC 63-61. UNC won, but uh, App State lost. But they put uh, certainly opened some folks' eyes and then uh, last week, they beat uh, Texas A&M, 17-14. You know, at one point in time, App State was that team you could put on your schedule just for somebody for you to beat and manhandle. Doesn't look like that anymore. Does not look like that anymore. Yeah, game day is at old, at old Appalachian State in Boone, North Carolina, up in those mountains. Man, all right. 
And uh, uh, the thing for me today uh, with college sports, you know, hey, I, I, I do love a number of college teams, but there's an old rivalry that's going to be played around 12, and I got to check that one out. That's going to be the uh, Oklahoma University versus the Nebraska Cornhusters. You all, we all remember those Sooners and uh, Cornhuskers. If you were around the time in the 80s, that was the game to watch. That was the rivalry for many to watch because they had some powerhouse teams. OU with that wishbone offense, offense, and a lot of a lot of great players have came out of both of those schools and gone on to the NFL. So we'll see. Uh, haven't really much heard that much about them in the recent years. I believe they've been having a few problems with recruitment and. Maybe some academic ineligibility issues, <laughs> like most uh, colleges and universities. But um, we'll see what happens. I got to check that out. Got to check that one out. All right. Let's go get it. We're going to go get it a little early because, as you all know, if you've been following, this is just a thought. Uh, the month of September is, of course, Prostate Cancer Awareness Month. And in the last, uh, <clears throat> my last episode of, of for well, first episode for Prostate Cancer, you know, I gave you guys just a, an introduction. But today we're going to be talking about the uh, early stages, the advanced stages, and the treatment options for prostate cancer. And, and as you know, like I tell most of you, when, um, like I always tell you guys, hey, I'm learning as I, I do these podcasts. Because I, I have I have to say that I was that man that probably didn't really take too much, uh, give much of a consideration to uh, my health. But as I've gotten older, <laughs> as I've gotten older, I've gotten a whole lot better in, in realizing that, hey, I need to do these early screenings. I need to do these routine uh, doctor's visits. And uh, also another thing I, I need to do, and I encourage anyone to do, is look at your own body yourself. Self-examination. See what's going on with you. Look at your skin. Look at your, hey, look at yourself. There's no shame in that. No shame whatsoever. So we're going to be talking about the uh, uh, some symptoms and 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 symptoms of prostate cancer, and, and like I said, the testing and treatment options. Now, um, as we all know, like I said, I gave you guys a brief introduction to prostate, what, what a prostate was. It's a small gland in the male reproductive system. And it's also, a, it's essentially, it's essential in producing fluid that enriches, enriches semen. But because of its location to the bladder and the urethra, urethra, urethra I'm sorry, prostate cancer may be accompanied by a variety of urinary symptoms also. Now, this happens usually during the early stages, uh, depend on the, depending on the size and the location, a, a tumor may press on and constrict the urethra, that's the duct by which urine flows out of the bladder, and it may slow the flow of urine. We've all heard of that. Those, you know, people with prostate cancer, they, they always, one of the main complaints they have is that they're, uh, or they, they, those that have a enlarged prostate, they always complain about the flow of the urine. It's, uh, you know, hey, it's either slow or it's, it's very weak. Now, uh, the early symptoms and signs and or signs of prostate cancer is uh, a burning or pain while urinating. And you, seconds, is difficulty urinating. 
Uh, it starts or it stops midstream. It's hard to up say, hey, it's hard to get it started, and then it stops midstream. And you, and and, and then there's uh, those frequent urges to urinate at night. That means you're up and down all throughout the night using the bathroom and bladder control. That means you can't control that bladder. Sometimes that urine comes out or or, or you're not expecting it to. And and that's why a lot of, (laughs) I I know a lot of men don't like to talk about this and some women too. That's why you have to wear those male diapers. That's when that comes into play. And, And then there's also a decreased flow or velocity of the urine stream. Once again, it's either light or it drips. That's got to be the worst. <laughs> Not laughing, but that's got to be the worst when you're standing there and it's just dripping. And you're like, man, come on. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh, but hey, uh, sometimes you got to laugh to keep from crying. You just do. And, and, and also another uh, symptom of the early stages of prostate cancer is, of course, blood in the urine. And that's called a hematora. Hematore. Tura, I should say. And like I said, there's blood in the urine, there's blood in the semen, and you may have erectile dysfunction or a painful ejaculation. That threw me. Those last three, that threw me. Uh, Like with most men, uh, those last three (laughs) kind of opens your eyes and gets your brain to to wondering, yeah, if, if, if you have blood in your semen or erectile dysfunction or you have uh, a painful ejaculation, uh, if you don't know what ejaculation is, that's coming for us common folks. Um, yeah, <laughs> it, it, it could throw you off. It certainly will open your eyes and help you to realize you got a problem going on. Now, those are the early symptoms and signs of prostate cancer. Now, in the more advanced form of prostate cancer or with the symptoms and signs in men. Um, They say men in the advanced stages of prostate cancer may experience some additional symptoms also. And that's usually because the the cancer has spread to the other parts of the body, such as the bones or the lymph nodes. Now, now we all know the lymph nodes is is what is used to fight... uh, diseases and infections. That's your immune system. But the thing that caught me uh, off guard with this advanced stages, because as we know, with most cancers, it does attack the lymph node. That's that's what it it does. It it slows down the body's uh, ability to fight off infections with the immune system. But the thing that really threw me off with that advanced stages uh, of of prostate cancer was uh, the bones. I I wasn't aware of how severe or advanced that prostate cancer can get that it starts attacking your bones. Um, so much so at this point in the advanced stages of prostate cancer, it is known as metastatic prostate cancer. And that's when there's a swelling uh, of the legs and pelvic area, uh, numbness or pain in the hips, legs, or feet. And there's bone pain. That persists or leads to fraction, fractions, fractures. I'm sorry, leads to fractures. And, and like I said, that kind of threw me because I, I just wasn't aware. And, and once again, I got to say, I learn as I go along with you guys also. I just wasn't aware that one of those advanced forms of prostate cancer, it attacks the bones. It makes your bones brittle, apparently, and weak. 
So yeah, that swelling of the legs and pelvic area and the numbness or pain in the hips or legs or feet, uh, right down to a, a bone pain that persists or leads to fractures. I said, wow, there's a lot that goes on with prostate cancer that I myself, and I, and I feel safe in saying that a lot of men aren't aware of also. It, it just is. So that's that, these um, signs and symptoms of prostate cancer, that indeed should open your eyes and, and your brain and get your mind geared toward these routine doctor's visits, these screenings, and these self-examinations. No, no, that's the main thing for me. Know what's going on with your body. If, if, if you're experiencing some uncommon persistent pain or numbness or, or, or whatever or what have you, if something's going on with your body, and you know it ain't normal, and we all been on this earth long enough, we know when things are normal and not normal with our body. So if you're having all of these pains and ailments and twitches and twinges, and, and you're having problem urinating, or you're up multiple times in the middle of the night going to the bathroom, yeah, you, you, you might want to go get checked out. Well, ain't no might. You, you need to go get checked out. You better go get checked out because that ain't normal. You know, um, there's a big difference from, from you getting up in the middle of the night because before you lay down, you had a, a drink of water or whatever or what have you, and you got to get up and use the bathroom at two or three o'clock in the morning, as opposed to you're up multiple times during the night. Every 30 minutes or every 45 minutes, you're up using the bathroom. Yeah, you might just want to... Uh, well, like I said, ain't no might. Go get checked out. Uh, like I, I say with, with all of these podcasts, when it's uh, whatever awareness month for men and diseases and ailments, like I always say, we as men, as men, we have to start looking and taking care of ourselves. We got to get, we got to get to these doctor's visits here, fellas. We just do. There's far too many of us that are dying from these diseases and ailments that we can prevent or, or we can live with longer than we are. You know, the last podcast, I told you that in this year alone, they were expecting uh, pretty much uh, close to 35,000 men to die from prostate cancer. That's a lot of men. Maybe saying, uh, maybe saying to yourself, well, that ain't really. Yeah, that's a, that's a nice chunk of men. A lot of fathers, a lot of brothers, a lot of uncles, a lot of older cousins that are leaving this earth with something that they, if they had just been more aware and more truthful with themselves, could have prevented or could have lived longer with it. Because I, I, I feel safe in saying once again, and a lot of these diseases and ailments, if you get it caught in time, it can be done away with, or it can, can be, be so manageable that you can live with it. Um, a lot of times when, when we don't get to these doctor's visits or these screenings, and by the time it's found out or discovered, it's too late. It's in the final stages. That's it. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but I just don't want to be that man or that male 
that finally makes it to the doctor and it's too late. Uh, you know, that there's a, a, a comedian by the name of Earthquake and doing his uh, <laughs> his most recent stand up. He talks about that. He, he, he makes the joke of, uh, you know, if, if I could have he hates to be the one that if he goes to the doctor, the doctor tells him, well, damn, if you would have got here a week ago, we could have helped you out. And he said, well, how long do I have how long do I have to live? And I believe he said tomorrow. <laughs> so I, 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 I'm not making light of the situation. But don't be that guy. And I keep telling myself that, too. Don't be that guy. Don't be that guy that puts it off, puts it off. And, and, and then when you finally make it to the doctor, that's it. Your life and life expectancy is uh, not done away with, but it's pretty close. Doctor's not giving you a, a favorable outcome. As opposed to if you had gotten there early with those early screenings and routine doctor's visits, you could have quite possibly prevented this. Don't be that guy. Make a difference in your life. Make a promise to yourself that you're going to do these routine doctor's visits and screenings. Uh, these are. It's sad to say. Uh, I also sit and wonder sometimes, I think back, how many men before me uh, uh, within my own family or, or, or those that I know or don't know, uh, how many of these men had these ailments that could have been prevented or could have been managed to the point that they quite possibly could still be here on this earth. And dare I say, there is quite a bit, good chunk of them. Uh, the machismo of the male uh, mindset of saying, I'm a man, I don't need nobody telling me nothing, uh, that, that is all but done now. And, and it needs to be. It just does. Uh, this is your life. This is my life. I, I play a major contributing factor in how my life is ran and, and how my health is ran also. So that's something that the, we, are, we as men, we have to change our mindsets and say to ourselves, look, I got a huge hand, if not the main hand in this. So maybe, uh, hey, I could change or I could get uh, at least go get these routine doctor's visits out the way in the screenings. That could help you out a lot. If not, it, I, I can't say that enough. It, it it's, it's simple, but a lot of times uh, us as beings, we make things more difficult than they have to be. And this, and, and these, like I said, all of these uh, 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 awareness months, uh, podcast that I do, whether it be colon, prostate, lung, diabetes, any form of cancer or whatever, or what have you, a lot of these ailments, if caught in time, can be managed. They may not be preventable, but at least they can be managed because you went and got those checkups and those screenings. So you can live a little in, in many instances, when when these there's been many cases of, of when the when men have gone and got these screenings and routine checkups and they've caught it in time, uh, a lot of these men they live longer than those <laughs> they live longer than they they were expected because not only did they get that diagnosis and made them realize and open their eyes, but a lot of them changed that lifestyle around those eating habits, those exercises, uh, that smoking and drinking because hey. A lot of those things 
And a lot of these uh, 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 instances of, of, like I said, these diseases, they're manageable, uh, maybe not so much preventable, but they're manageable to give you more time upon this earth. So yeah, we have to. There's no way around it. There's no in between. There's no uh, little wiggle room or, or gray area. It is what it is. It's going to be what it's going to be. Go get checked. We just do. A lot of this is preventable or manageable. I, I can't say that enough. Uh, I'm learning just like you guys while I'm doing these podcasts. As a male that's, uh, let's see here, three more days, I'll be 49. Didn't see that coming. I, I'm blessed and grateful to see it. But the older I get, the more aware I am of my health, the more aware I am of my body and what's going on with it. Now, I'm not sitting around horning in and thinking about, oh, Lord, oh, Jesus. I don't sit there and think about it every single day, every minute of the day. But you best believe I devote a little time to it <laughs> to, to be up on what's going on with my body. I just do. Nobody else is going to do it for me. They're just not. Uh, I don't expect my wife to. I don't expect the doctors to. I don't, I don't expect my kids to. I do it myself. It's one of the things I take the forefront in. I, I just do. And I just will. All right, let's move along here also. Uh, let's, let's talk about the testing options for our prostate cancer. Now, although there's uh, no one age group for uh, prostate testing, the American Cancer Society recommends that the following groups talk to the doctor about testing. There you go. Now, men 50 or older who have an average risk and life expectancy of at least 10 more years. So if you're 50 or older and your average life expectancy is 60 or, or if you're uh, 60 and they're saying 70, you need to go get that prostate check. Now, men 45 or older with a high risk, and this is including black men who have a family history of what they call a first degree relative. That means your brother or your father who had prostate cancer before 65. Go get tested. Get screened. Maintain those routine doctor's visits also. Now, that's the first time I've heard of this first degree relative factor for uh, prostate cancer or any, uh, any cancer. And I guess that's their, just another way of saying that, and that's a strong hereditary line. Now. Your brother or your father, if they had uh, prostate cancer before 65, yeah, you need to go get checked out. And men who are 40 or older who have a high risk, such as uh, more than the first degree relative diagnosed with prostate cancer at an early age. So if you're 40 or older and you've had that first degree relative that uh, that had prostate cancer at an early age, we do know of and have heard of men catching prostate cancer in their 40s. I've even heard of men catching prostate cancer or having prostate cancer in the 30s. That's a red flag. Those last two for men 45 or older with a high risk, including uh, black men, because we are now on that high risk category. And, and that's uh, not just including that uh, family history or that first degree relative. Uh, also, those men that are 40 or older that have a high risk, such as more than one relative that has caught, caught, caught prostate cancer early, earlier than that 
50 or earlier than that 45 uh, or 65 those that have 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 have, fa have had family members that caught prostate cancer in their 30s it's rare but it happens um go get checked the bottom line stay up on your health and what's going on with you just do this is something that we all need to be aware of. We no longer can just sit idly by and say, I ain't going to worry about it. I ain't going to no doctor. Ain't nothing wrong with me. Or I don't need nobody telling me what's wrong with me. I know what's wrong with me. I'm fine. Uh, nobody. <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> you just can't. You just can't. You know, uh, years ago when I was a kid, I would see these men and they all they did was work. Uh, they didn't really take too, too great of care of themselves. They worked. Uh, they got off. Uh, they would grab beers or at night after they got off, have themselves a little stiff drink smoke a cigarette or cigar or whatever and they did this for however many years and then they got to a certain age a lot of a, a, a nice uh, a nice amount of, of men when i were coming along uh they and it's still it's obvious because it's still continuing to this day they are they were passing in their 40s and 50s i kid you not now i'm 49 and I was born in 1973. And by the time I started coming of age in the 80s, and of course, you know, the 90s, this is what I saw. And now I know this is the reason why. The, uh, we weren't taking, men weren't taking care, aren't and were not taking care of themselves. They were, like I said, under that mindset, nothing's wrong with me. I'm fine. I don't need nobody telling me, yada, yada, rah, rah, sish, boom, bah. And then in their 40s and 50s, they would pass away. And, and, you know, they would say, oh, it was from cancer. Oh, he never knew he had it. He never knew he had it because he never went to the doctor. Think about it. By the time he did go to the doctor, it was too late. Or if he never went to the doctor, he just passed away. And if the family, was, you know, wanted an autopsy or if, if that coroner could just look and tell or give a quick examination and tell you why, that's how you knew he passed from some form of cancer that maybe, quite possibly, may not have been preventable, but could have been managed to the point that they would still be here. A lot of uh, men passed away. They left kids here. They left wives here at an early age. Um, so, yeah, like I said, it, it, that mindset of nothing's wrong with me. I don't need nobody telling me I'm fine. That mindset is done away with now, guys. It's gone. It has to be gone. There's no way in the world you could convince me that we should still have that mindset this day and age. With all of these numbers, with all of these uh, awareness-driven months and, and acknowledgments and, and, and the families pushing you along also, because uh, I, I feel safe in saying a lot of us that, that have wives, they're quick to tell you, you need to go to the doctor and see what's going on with you because I ain't babysitting you. <laughs> and that's me using my big words. We usually know how that conversation goes because I've heard it myself. And they're right. 
cruel as heartless as it sounds, who wants to, you, you marry someone for better or worse, but better or worse is, is, is pretty much the things, the worst part is things that you really can't control. It's life you're dealing with. Uh, the worst part of you not taking care of yourself or your person, you're not going to these routine doctor's visits and screenings. That's the worst part they don't want to deal with. And that's the worst part I don't want to deal with for as, as a, a husband to a wife that, hey, there's a lot of women that refuse to go to the doctor too. Not that many. But who wants to deal with that worst part when it can be avoided or it could be a manageable disease? Who wants to deal with it? Why would you put that burden on someone? Just a thought. Just a thought. So, yeah, take care of yourself. Get those routine uh, doctor's visits and screenings and self-examination. Look at yourself, man. See what's going on with yourself. Just don't uh, gloss over it and pass it by as, oh, it'll go away. Uh, no. If it's persistent and it's been there for some weeks and months, <laughs> some folks even have years, uh, homie, <laughs> dog, player, go get checked. <laughs> just do. Just do. Just do. Hey, I'm going to get on out of here. Like I said, I'm off today and I'm going to enjoy myself. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Well, that's all for me today. And I want to thank you all for lending me your ears this morning. Continue to like, support, share, offer feedback. Anchor has a great feature where you can leave a voice response, and I would love to hear your voice. So offer feedback. You can also make monetary contributions. Continue to follow and listen on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Verbal, and WordPress. And as always, wherever you are listening, hit that like and subscribe button so you can get notified when I drop these podcasts. Keep you in the loop. And as always, this is Stephen Cornegay. Thank you for listening. This is Just a Thought. Amen.